feedback loops, deli platters, and young entrepreneurs. What do all these things have in common? I'll tell you. They're all in today's episode of Son of a Pitch with Michael Cuenca. That's me, motherfuckers. And a very good day to you, ladies and gents, and everyone else. This is Son of a Pitch with Michael Cuenca. Coming at ya. Bringing you the latest, the greatest, the most informist conversations on the interweaves. Today's particular conversation is something that is both interesting and dear to me. I actually have it as a post-it note. Well, it's more of a postcard. Uh, And on this postcard, there's this rocket ship soaring into the sky, which looks like a pretty trippy-ass sky if you ask me. But this particular thing on here says progress not perfection. And it's a reminder to myself and to the work I do that one needs to focus on what will move the needle, not what will make the needle look good. It's about making sure you work towards progressing, towards growth, towards improving what you're all about over perfecting the nitty-gritty. In my case, I find myself losing my shit over some minutiae of details when in the bigger picture of things, it's not even relevant. Sometimes I think it is, sometimes I don't. But the point I'm trying to make here is that when you have the mentality of progress over perfection, when you, when your mind is focused solely on growth, everything you do, becomes about growing and improving and excelling and not perfecting and refining. That perfection, ironically, comes as a consequence of this iterative process, this iterative progress. You keep going back and forth and doing it again and again and again until eventually the progress you make will turn into what appears to be perfection. When in reality... What's really perfect at the end of the day? And why am I talking about this? I came across this, I think it was a Guy Kawasaki quote a while ago. Basically he said he wants to find, or he would sooner invest in younger founders, younger startups, younger leaders, either fresh out of high school or university, or just youthful leaders that haven't really started running their business yet for one very simple yet mildly overlooked reason. These young cats have no fucking clue how annoying and impossible and difficult setting up, running, scaling, and eventually, if that's your goal, to sell a company. So they'll go into everything borderline naive. In a good way. They'll go into everything and just give it their all. They'll, they'll set shit up and give it 100%. In fact, it's one of those people that will run 150% all the way and only to realize, of like a race, only to realize that they've only done half of it. Or they've only done the front sprint. So these kind of cats, these students, these youngsters, these, 
is newbies, if you will. I mean, it does, you don't have to be young to be uh, a newbie in startup land and business land. You'll just dive straight in. You'll, you'll, you'll give it your all. But people that have already done it know that, holy shit, there's so much to do. It's not a bad thing. But what is important here is the mentality that these new founders, new startup peeps have towards work that's independent of their relative maturity towards the work they're doing. Their attitude, their approach, their perspective is one about continually progressing, continually growing, iterating, improving, iterating, improving, getting that feedback loop built in as best as possible. It's this notion of progress over perfection. If you emphasize that, in my experience, you actually end up progressing, ironically. You don't end up stagnating. I can't tell you how many times I've been stressed out of my mind and went down the deep, dark coding rabbit hole of WordPress management. Don't fucking recommend it. But when you start fucking around with your website, start tweaking this, editing that, adding this, adding that, Dealing with like, oh shit, now the fonts don't work. Or, oh shit, now the images don't work. Or what what have you. When you have to deal with all these different little facets, you start getting lost in it. And the point is, is that you should be focusing on, or at least in my case, I should have been focused on growth. Have someone else do that. Have someone else deal with those things. And this is, this is another interesting facet of emphasizing progress over perfection. If you, there's a saying, if you want something done right, you do it yourself. If you want, like the thing is sometimes that knowing what needs to get done, knowing what you want to accomplish can sometimes actually hurt you. Uh, knowing exactly what you want to get out of a, a web dev, a website development, or uh, knowing exactly the image may, may help you get there, but if you don't have the skills, if you don't have the talent, if like, for example, I can't put together a website from scratch. I can code a little bit. I can tweak a little bit. I feel fam somewhat familiar with it, but I can never dive in and say, all right, man, this got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do these libraries. I got to do that. all the different bajillion different things. I would never be able to do that. But what I am good at is opening a web browser and looking at sites like Fiverr or other sites or just contacting good design friends or web devs or good companies out there and getting them to do it for me. Because at the end of the day, what is my time really worth? If I'm trying to lead a business, if I'm trying to run a company, the time I spend not running that company, not progressing, that the opportunity cost of me not doing what I should be doing as the managing director, managing partner, whatever you want to call it, of my company, is the loss, is a sunk cost. It's lost. And I'm not good with economic terms, but it's, it's, you, that money is gone. The money is out of there. You've, you've wasted valuable time that you could have been, I don't know, literally doing anything, sleeping, napping, I don't know, playing a little, uh, little personal banjo, a little me fiddle, a little, little me time, a little shut the blinds, get out the Kleenex box kind of situation, a little take, little, little self love. You could have been doing that. Instead, you were busy mentally masturbating on the fucking WordPress and wasting and killing time. That said, this understanding of how to devote your energies 
is key. And it's at the heart of the progress, not perfection mantra. Understanding where to really devote your time and focus is something that, for me, is a lifelong challenge. Mark Manson made a comment in his book about uh, the subtle art of not giving a fuck. You really need to be very careful with the things you give fucks about. And the stuff that we tend to is typically stuff that's distracting, that's designed to distract, designed to take us away from the things that really matter. Sensationalism on the internet, the Kardashians, uh, terrorism, exploding craziness, stuff that is bound to go viral just because it doesn't have any substance, but because it has some tension that attracts people to it, something that gets people going, hmm, this is interesting. So choosing what you really give a fuck about is critical. Understanding where and how to allocate your energies is important. Years ago, I should probably get back into it, but years ago I used to, in the morning, part of my boot-up sequence, part of my morning routine involved doing things like push-ups and sit-ups and taking care of my body and eating well, but also literally checking in with myself, doing a couple of deep breaths, scanning my body from head to toe, finding the tension spots, understanding what those tension spots mean, and ultimately figuring out, hey, how much energy do I have to give into today? And let's say if it's on a scale of 1 to 10, if today is a 6, how do I allocate those 6 fucks that I have to give? Those 6 elements of myself, of the energy levels in myself that I have to give to the world, to my tasks, to the things I do, my friends, family, especially even myself. And typically, if you're doing this right, Yourself takes up a good chunk of it. Maybe 50 or 60% will be all on yourself. And the rest, things like work, family, miscellaneousness, you name it. But as long as you're trying to take care of yourself, then you're in a better space. So this checking in with yourself, understanding where you're at, tells you how much you can devote to things. And when you know how much you can devote to things, you know how much progress you can expect. Bezos in a and a video interview a while ago said that if he makes just two or three really good decisions every day, then that's enough. Now, if the richest man in the world can focus his energy on just two or three important decisions every day, then so can you. And so understanding that mental burden that he has and quite doesn't have, rather, gives you an insight as to where your mindset needs to be in order to be successful. That space and time and breathing, it's just like just like designing good visuals or good slides or whatever. You have to have enough white space so that your content shows up. You have to have enough space and time so that your ideas can flourish, so that you can take time to make those small, little, 
incremental improvements to yourself and to the work you're doing so that you can progress. Because on the flip side, if you try too hard to perfect it, you will end up spiraling. There will never be an end to the work you're doing, to the things you're doing. Perfection, quite frankly, is somewhat of an illusion. Now, another giant legend in the industry, almost the arch nemesis to the Bezos, Mr. E. Musk, oh, that's too obvious, Mr. Elon M. Basically, one thing I that really stood out from one of his talks that he gave a while ago was he was asked what some of his biggest challenges were, what his biggest issues were. And his answer wasn't anything personal, anything about his character or who he is or what he does. His answer was something really interesting. It was the pursuit for ever improving feedback loops, ever focused for like the pursuit of really, 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 really good feedback loops, making sure you have objective structured feedback that ensures you continually improve, that it, that puts you on the path to improving, that is a critical element to your success. And when you look at what he's doing with SpaceX, when you look at the rockets he puts up, you know, I was having this conversation with my wife the other day, it's like, we're, my wife and I are both guilty, I mean, I'm gonna own my stuff, but I'm guilty of basically focusing way too much on making sure the design looks great or the, the output looks great or the, the visual experience of the whole thing is, is flawless. I know in my head what has to happen. I know the structures and behaviors and, and flows that have to happen. But sometimes that's really draining. I remember I'll tell you a story. Story time, peoples. Put on your story hats. So a couple of years ago, I was uh, invited to run the Amsterdam House of Genius. House of Genius is an amazing organization whose idea was basically to help entrepreneurs flourish and succeed. And the process is basically you have three entrepreneurs. They present their ideas to a room full of people who are completely anonymous to each other and to the entrepreneurs. The founder presents their idea and then everyone in the room goes around and asks some clarifying questions and then, and then asks people about what they, uh, what, what any sort of particular challenges they may have with the, the pitch that was given or the specific ask. And then after that, they go into helping the entrepreneur. They go into literally deep diving into some of the biggest th main thoughts that they could contribute to improving and helping the entrepreneur progress. This anonymous progress engine, this feedback loop that it brings together people from diverse walks of life, from different backgrounds, removes the titles and titular nature of uh, what people tend to lean on. It's like, I'm a exec at Shell, so definitely I know all about oil and gas or whatever. We take that all out. We, take the, we leave the egos at the door and bring the people and their experiences and their, uh, their selves that may or may not be a product of the work they do or their job titles. We bring the people into the room and have them share 
and feedback into the entrepreneurs. Now, why am I telling you this? Well, the house of genius, the organization itself is designed, it's premised, it's founded on the concept of an objective feedback loop that's free from ego, free from qualifying, free from all the BS that we feel like we tend to have to do. You go into meetings, you go into, uh, in Dutch they call it a borel, but it's basically drinks and, and work drinks and parties and stuff like that and events if you end up, if we end up at any point in the near future being able to do that. And we always feel like we have to qualify who we are. Oh, I work for here. Or, and what's even worse is the feeling that some people get when they're out of a job and they still feel like they need to qualify. Oh, I used to work here and now I'm this. Now I'm unemployed as if that is a definition of one's character, not being employed or employable. Shit, man, I know people that are fucking brilliant that weren't employed. Elon Musk wasn't employed by Netscape. Like these kind of Jack Ma, who's, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of his, but he was rejected, the stories go, he was rejected from everything he applied to until he decided to set up a web shop and turn it into AliExpress. And we all know what that what happened with that. It blew up. It's amazing. So the point I'm trying to make here is that in the pursuit for success and accomplishment and achievement, too often we think that the perfection we see in front of us is something that can be achieved immediately. I thought that. Now, this is why I, I remember I just suddenly had the epiphany of why I brought up the House of Genius. Now, the House of Genius, the reason why I brought it up is in addition to ironically removing the ego out of the entire process, the first event that I put on, the first House of Genius that I was able to put on, Toma, Toma Vidoya, the founder of House of Genius, lovely man, love that guy, such a sweetheart, brilliant mind. Um, he came over and brought in a couple of investors, a couple other people with him. And so I thought to myself, shit, the founder of the House of Genius is going to be checking out my chapter in Amsterdam. I got to make this shit tip top. I spoke to like uh, the local baker. I had him make some nice sandwiches for everyone. It was a room full of like 15, 20 people or so. Nice sandwich spread, some drinks and colas and or pop if you're from Toronto. Toronto. Um colas and snacks and a platter of meats and nuts and olives and the whole nine. Like something like totally really nice. I made placards, I made little name cards, I made you know, I got mugs printed out, I got all kinds of crazy shit. I got books laser engraved by uh, Uncover Lab. And if you're in Amsterdam, you should definitely check out Uncover Lab. Tell them Michael sent you. They have no idea who I am, but you know, just tell them some guy named Michael sent you. They'll they'll be like, oh, that's that, that's great. Do you want to buy anything? But the point is, is that I wanted to impress them so much that I went over the top. And even though I kind of nailed it, even though I kind of, <laughs> this terrible, terrible argument I'm bringing up here, but even though I kind of nailed it by going overboard with that, my it was so fucking stressful. I couldn't actually focus and and relax and give my sp- myself the space to enjoy the moment, enjoy the time, enjoy the, the actual event itself. And that's when I tend to be at my best, when I'm relaxed, when there's space. Like Bezos, if he only has to make three decisions, he's got the time 
in the day to think about those decisions. He's got the space to explore his options. But he fills his agenda with 50 things that need to get done. Shit, man, you're already overwhelmed. There's always going to be stuff to do. There's always going to be things that need to get done. But if you reduce your cognitive load, if you reduce the mental load and prioritize progress, iterative progress, doing just a little bit better every day, then by the end of it, you'll turn back and realize, holy shit, that's where I was five years ago. That's where I was 10 years ago. I don't even remember that. I don't even, it's an entirely different space. So the notion of prioritizing progress over perfection is for me a personal challenge, but it's an interesting life lesson. It's a lesson in discipline. It's a lesson in focusing on continually improving what you do and being disciplined in the work you put out. But it's a little bit more than just being disciplined. It's a little bit more than focusing on progress over perfection. What we're really saying here today, what we're really trying to underline together, you and me, you, my phenomenally awesome listener person, and me, a random Canadian in Amsterdam, what I'm trying to underscore here is that in our pursuit towards awesomeness, in our dreams and ambitions towards starting and changing the world, starting something new and changing the world around us, there is a certain understanding and patience that's required in really moving the needle. And whilst both young and old, new and seasoned entrepreneurs may find themselves at different energy levels of how much they want to put into starting and running their company, at the end of the day, both will be faced with the challenge of persistence. And it's that persistence, that routine, that discipline to getting shit done that will actually help you get shit done. And so when you look back at this rant that I have just spewed out into the interweaves, what are some of the main things that I'm trying to draw your attention to here? It's the fact that one, feedback loops are critical. Two, don't focus on perfecting the minutiae of details just to get it done. Focus instead on progress. Three, give yourself the space to do that. Be kind to yourself. Let go of those elements within yourself that are holding you back, holding you down, or at least sabotaging your efforts to progress. Make friends with those elements in you and use that as your secret power. Use that as your trigger, your kickoff to really growing and progressing. And lastly, always make sure after checking in with yourself that you know exactly how many fucks you need to give during that day and for whom and about what. That's what's critical. 
And I, listen, you know, I know it's not like I sound a bit fucking preachy here, and I don't mean to be, but I think the big idea that I'm trying to get across at the end of the day is that this is also a lesson for myself. I'm starting my own, well, a new company. I have to, you know, knuckle down, give her. But one thing that I'm really realizing is that despite all my efforts to knuckle down, despite all my efforts to really dig deep and fucking push, and I am, there's a real advantage to being able to switch that off, enjoy the silence, the best mode, and give yourself, give myself that space to make those decisions. And it's fucking hard. It's not easy to really put that kind of progress over because you like what do you do? You want you want your shit to be you want to be driving that fucking Maserati. You want to be all amazing and 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 you want people to be like, "Holy shit, look at that motherfucker go." You know? But, you know, it's like I say to my clients sometimes it's that, you know, it took me 5-10 years to become what's looked like as an overnight success. People will only see what you're successful at. They'll only see the net result of all the dedication and hard work. They don't see, you know, you working until 3 o'clock in the morning. They don't see you training at 10, 11 o'clock at night to make sure that your body's in tip-top. They don't see the times where you're like a fucking zombie and sleep-deprived and, and sick and tired but still pushing to get shit out. Nobody sees the hard stuff. They see the good stuff. They see the awards you win. They see all the accolades you've you've accomplished. They see all the companies you've worked with. And they think, shit, this guy has it easy. Or this lady knows what she's doing. Or this person is just fucking killing it. But that couldn't be further from the truth. I mean, nobody wakes up and farts out an amazing idea without putting in a little bit of effort, a little bit of consistency, a little bit of persistence, and a little bit of progress into everything they do. And if they do, if you know someone who's like that, then shit, man, let me let me have a chat with them. Let me have a talk with them. I want to learn more about how they do that. What's what's their Midas touch? What's their golden golden goose? How do they get that shit done? And so those are just some ideas for this week that I thought I would share with you guys about the notion of focusing on pure progress. That whilst perfection is nice, and whilst delivering a high-quality, high-functioning output is amazing, what's challenging is making sure that you're always growing, always improving. And that, I think, is the biggest lesson that we can learn in life. Despite the content of this particular podcast, I've probably recorded this closing little bit three or four times already. So I'm just going to go and say, fuck it. We are going to go for progress. We're going to focus on the outcomes and the outputs and not over the perfection and just say, guys, I appreciate you listening. Ladies, I appreciate you listening. Humans, if you if this speaks to you, dogs, if you can hear this, if you guys like what I'm saying, Smash that subscribe button. Tell a couple people about this podcast. 
It's a rinky-dink little tiny podcast in the middle of Amsterdam in a giant cesspool of the internets. So I understand if there are others out there with crazy production value that might get more of your attention, but I'm the little guy. I'm the I'm the startup here. I'm the little newbie on the block, the new kid, the NKOTB right here on the podcast blog. So share some love. Otherwise, still wish you all the best. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay hydrated, stay the fuck indoors lately, and have an amazing day. You've just listened to Son of a Pitch with Michael Cuenca, and I'll see you next week.